Gullen. I haven't heard that name in a long, long time. Not since the before time. Long ago. Kirk, are you there? Paul? Oh my God, are you sick? No, I'm not sick. Thank God, we're okay. Yes, uh, and we're still here, and the show, <laughs> after a long break, goes on. Yep, we don't quit. Uh, this is our first episode during the COVID-19 pandemic yeah. of 2020. Yeah. And uh, the last episode that came out, we ended... Uh, talking about how this was about to happen, and then we played that uh, Chromio wash your hands song. Oh, yeah, because we thought if you just wash your hands, it'll go away, and we'll see you next yeah. week. It seemed like it was going to be this annoying thing that would happen. Yeah. Or seemed to be happening, and we didn't realize that it was going to completely turn the world upside yeah. down. Since that episode came out, everyone has been sheltering at home. Yeah. So, Kirk, you and I haven't been able to get together to record an episode, and in fact... We're still not together. No, I'm here in uh, I'm here in the lion's den, which is what I like to call <laughs> my abode. And you're in the you're in the Burbank bunker. I'm in the Burbank bunker or the frilly room, as I like to call it. The frilly room. I'm going to call it the frilly room. Is that what you call your man cave? Your <laughs> if I if I had a man cave, I would call like it. Like when you need to get away from the wife and kids, you just go to the frilly. Go room to the frilly room. For some you time, which would I guess be the guest bathroom. But yeah, so. We haven't been able to record because of the way we normally record our show's format. We record it in each other's presence, yep. watching the videos that we talk about live. And since there's no real convenient way to do that the way we normally do, we're going to have to hit pause on that format yep. until we escape our homes. Mm -hmm. God knows when that will be. Uh, yeah, but right. we're going to keep going with the, with the mini episode format. Sure, why not? Let's catch up. I like I like the uh, phrase "the before time." By the way, it it definitely is the be before and after. Yeah, the before time it, and now is yeah. is very apropos. But I wanted to uh, to eulogize a few of the musicians who have died. Yeah, from the uh, from the disease that has caused this pandemic. Not too many. Famous people have died from it. It's only been five weeks. Yeah. I suspect there will be more. Mm -hmm. But two of the musicians who have died have been uh, musicians I uh, cared about a lot. You, I don't think, do. Uh, so one of them I based won't on... you too much. Uh, well, I think you're referring to Adam Schlesinger. Yeah. Who uh, people may or may not know was the bass player and co-founder and co songwriter of the band Fountains of Wayne, mm -hmm. who had that hit with the song Stacy's Mom. Good song. Solid tune. And they had, yeah, they had, they had some other minor yeah. hits, but they were a popular band with music nerds like me who love power pop mm -hmm. groups like that. But he also wrote um, the theme song from That Thing You Do. Which is a killer song. Yeah, of course it is. I it's mean, great. there's no way anyone hates that song, and if they do, they're, they're terrible people. Yeah, when he when he died, like obviously Tom Hanks tweeted something yeah. about him, and all the, all the cast members from the movie tweeted about him, and I can't remember who it was. It was like Ethan Embry or someone mm -hmm. said, like, you know, we when we made that movie, we had to listen to that song all day, yeah. every day for the entire like three month shoot or whatever, and no one 
ever got sick of it. No. No, I've yeah. seen that movie countless times, and I'm like, I I wanted to hear the song. I want to hear yeah. the song. It's that good. Yeah, yeah. So he was a great pop songwriter. He also wrote. He collaborated with uh, with Rachel Bloom doing music for uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Great show. Very uh, uh, Anna and I watched that show. All loved it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you remember uh, a song from that show that was like a New Jack Swing parody about "Don't Be a Lawyer"? Yes, yes, of course. That that he wrote that. Yeah, genius. That he could Which do. Which just that. shows like he he was one of those guys who could just absorb and then regurgitate like any style. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hard. I mean, even like that thing you do, which seems yeah. so simple, that's a hard song to it's hard to come up with a song that everyone loves. And that yeah, yeah and that people that stands the test of time. And that's truly genius. And he had said, you know, like Tom Hanks, who wrote and, and directed that movie, just sort of put out like an open call, I guess, for submissions for songwriters to mm-hmm. you know, write Oh wow. Uh, a song in that style that they might use mm-hmm. and he said you know I never he's like he, Founds of Wayne's first album I don't think it even come out yet at that point he was not like a known yeah. quantity really and he had said that he never really expected it to to win essentially but he said I just wanted to do it sort of as a songwriting exercise and like, yeah. I submitted it and it ended up being crazy thing yeah, he also wrote music for the the movie Josie and the Pussycats, which is oh god, the, underrated. I've never seen. Uh, yeah. the girl from She's All That was in that, right? Yeah. Okay. I, was it was Tara Reid one of them? Oh, too? possibly. That sounds right. And uh, and Rosario Dawson. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Th- I think I'm wrong about the Tara Reid thing, but I'm not. It sure. It feels but, like she. But would anyway, be. And, and he wrote, he wrote for a lot of other TV and movies. Mm-hmm. So he was he was an active guy and. Me being a you know pop rock nerd, yeah, I was a big fan of his work, and he was only fifty two, way young, and uh, yeah, and uh, so that was very sad. Yeah, it's very sad to hear about that. Uh, and then the other one was John Prine. That, yeah, uh, my Anne was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe John Prine died." Yeah. Oh, is she a big she fan of John, John Prine? Prine. Yeah, I love John Prine. Yeah, I know he's. I know that the singer songwriter thing isn't you know the the. Uh, yeah. Acoustic guitar, ballad yeah. type of thing is not your, you know, in the vein of a Bob Dylan. It's, it's not my bag, not but I, I knew the, yeah. I knew of uh, John Prine and I knew the, how important he was to people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was a, I was a big fan of his. And I, I went to see him with my dad about 10 years ago. Oh, wow. And uh, that was one of, the, one of the best shows I ever saw. Oh, my God, Mom. Yeah, so... So I was a big fan of his, and so I've just been listening to John Prine for the past couple of weeks yeah. since he since he died. Just, I don't know if Anne has too. Just on loop. Driving you not playing John Prine. <laughs> no, she has not been playing John Prine. Uh, okay. No, she has she has not. Yeah. Um, but uh, a, a good segue, though. Actually, I've been listening to nonstop Thundercats' new album. Oh, does Thundercat have a new yeah, album? Yeah, it's called and it it dropped like a couple weeks ago. And uh, apropos. The name of the album is called It Is What It Is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that I mean, it's a great great Thundercat album. It's exactly what you expect. It's in the pocket. It's awesome. Uh I've been listening to that nonstop. Um I tried listening to The Weeknd's new album called After Hours, which uh-huh. I like the weekend because he's you know he's got a good pop R and B feel. This one is all like 
80s mixed with EDM, and I'm not having it. I've I've only heard Blinding Lights because that's the big yeah. single. Yeah, I'm not, and I like it, but it's almost like self consciously eighties. Yeah, I can right? see that. Like the way Adam Schlesinger wrote, like a sick, like what sounds like a sixties yeah. pop song. It's almost like the weekend was like, I'm going to write a song from the eighties. Yeah, it's a. I, it's almost like too on the nose. I, yeah, there's something I, I keep giving it the benefit of the doubt, and I keep trying to go back to the album, and each time I scream, let me just go back to Thundercat. Yeah, <laughs> is Thundercat? I wasn't aware that he had a new record because it's. It's just not the type of thing that would cross my radar. Yeah. But I've liked him when you brought him to the show, so I'll, uh, I'll yes. check that out. I've been listening to, uh, other than John Pride and Founds Away, a lot of Doja Cat, because I love Doja oh, Cat. Oh, okay. I know Doja Cat by name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her album, Hot Pink, I've been playing a lot. Okay. Okay. If you haven't seen her do uh, Say So on The Tonight Show... Uh-huh. Which she did a couple weeks before everyone fled to their homes. Look that up and check that out. Okay. If you don't like Doja Cat after that, then... I have to look at... I think I might have known Doja Cat. It feels like I should know... She... Well, she's the one... She had that sort of viral thing. Was uh, it the bitch on a cow? Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, she's the best. Oh, that's Doja Cat. She had that sort of weird... Yeah, but her, her album is... Wall to wall, like all killer, no filler. Oh, wow. In the truest sense. I yeah, love true. that. I know she did that song as a joke, but that song's great. She, t- yeah, she threw that just as a joke, but she's amazing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to check that out then. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've also, we talked about this uh, when we just kind of caught up a couple weeks ago. I've been listening to a lot of Luther Vandross because I read his, Luther uh, Vandross, I read his yeah. biography. So I've been going mm-hmm. uh, knee deep into Luther Vandross a lot. It was yeah. it two days ago while I was working? I just listened to four albums in a row, just for the day. <laughs> How many albums does Luther Vandross? Oh God, have? he's since eighty one was his first album. He's got probably twelve to fourteen, I would say. Not counting, I can, I can, not name... counting like the like the best of, and he's got some Christmas albums. Like I mean, that. just like straight studio, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, I think he's got like twelve to fourteen straight studio ones. I can name zero to one Luther Vandross songs. <laughs> what, what does does he have a song called "The Power of Love"? Yeah, yeah, that was a big hit. Okay, I, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah, from like nineteen ninety. Yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah, that was a huge yeah. hit for him. Um, yeah, you would hear his songs from the eighties, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's Luther Vandross. I know this song." Like, I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent aware of who Luther Vandross was and, yeah. and what his music is, but I just can't. Name particular songs. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But yeah, that's that's my big uh, that's my big musical uh, dive yeah. into since I've been quarantined. Yeah, yeah. If anything, my I think the fact that I can't name his song speaks to how big he was in the sense that like it's I've never listened to him, but he was still so huge. Yeah, that, he like, was. So of course, huge. I know exactly who he was. And, yeah, it it was yeah. interesting because he was like. He had all these hits, but he never had a number one hit, and he was yeah. really pissed off about it. Like he's yeah. like he really, really in his head is like I need the fucking number one hit. But he had all these other songs that were hits on the R and B chart or just did really well anyway. Like top two, like it was the number two song, and then right. he finally got it right before he died with uh, "Dance with My Father," which yeah. is not. Oh a yeah, great I remember song. "Dance with My Father." It's, yeah, I remember that. 
it's a sappy song that hits me a little bit, but yeah. if you go, that's the number one, you're like, wow, people, come on. That happens all the time, though. It like, really does. I, I understand, look, if you are a pop songwriter, the desire for a number one hit is unavoidable. Yeah. And and there's no, like, talking someone down from that if that's what they want. But exactly. honestly, when you look at the charts through the years, there are so many number one hits where you don't even know that song. Yeah. Or you barely remember it. Yeah. And so many, like, number five and six hits that you were like, that wasn't a number one hit. You, that's one of the biggest songs of all time. Exactly. These songs that stand the test of time aren't necessarily number one songs, but I think you hit it on the head. Right. It's like with some yeah. artists... It's just it's just in their brain, like, I need that number one hit, and there's no convincing them. None. Yeah. And then there are there are even a lot of artists where they have a lot of huge songs and an immense legacy, and then like they'll have one number one and it's easily their shittiest song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know many. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, so yeah. Uh, having a number one is like, eh, what is it really worth? It's worth actual value money in the bank yes but in terms of like legacy and artistic achievement yeah eh. agree yeah yeah i agree there's other things yeah okay yeah. well so what else has been going on anything any other music oh, in your life uh i started i haven't finished it yet because uh, i was watching it late at night uh on a weekend uh i was just flipping around uh amazon prime and i was like oh hey look Break into Electric Boogaloo. Let's watch that. So uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, for free? You didn't have to pay to rent that, yeah. did you? No, it was on Amazon Prime. So we get Amazon Prime. Oh, it's we included? It's included? Yeah, so it's okay. included. And I was like, this is free. I haven't seen it in years. And so I've watched about, I've watched almost half. And it's it's <laughs> awful. It's always been awful. Even when I saw it as a kid, yeah. it was awful. Uh, yeah. But the music is actually better than I remember. There's no hits from okay. Electric Two Breaking Loose. There's no there's no hits at all from uh, Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, but the general sound and the music of it, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. I actually like yeah. the soundtrack from this, um, so that was nice. But the movie's straight trash. Yeah, well, I guess you would expect the music to be at least passable. But I, I've, yeah. I saw I've seen that movie way back when I was uh, living in Providence. Yeah, a bunch of my friends and I got together, and we got wildly high. Yeah, and then we did a double feature of both Breaking movies. Oh, that's perfect. And uh, no, it wasn't because Breaking <laughs> Two is terrible. Yeah, so like we watched them back to back, and Breaking Breaking is not like a high quality movie. No, but it yeah, knows it's what not it great is. Cinema. It knows what it's it is. Super fun. Yeah, it's super fun and silly, and the dancing's great, and we all yeah. had a blast watching it. And just laughing our heads off and we loved it. And then we were like, okay, let's put on Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. And it was just like immediately a bummer. Oh, yeah. it's Like it just didn't have any... It's got nothing. It's got no bite to it. Like even yeah. even Breaking, the, the first one has... A, even if it's just a dance movie, it has a little bit of bite to it. This one is like, we're going to save the dance... Uh, we're going to save the community center through dance. The rec That's center. That's the plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so so dumb and hokey. And then there's like another gang that is messing with them and they decide to dance fight the gang. It's one of the worst right. dance fights ever. <laughs> Whereas the dance and the dance offs in Breaking are actually really good and, and kind of uh uh eventful. Right. Yeah. I mean, for better or worse, the greatest legacy that 
Breaking 2 has is that for 35 years, people have been making jokes about sequels called, like, yeah. you know, whatever movie to Electric yep. Boogaloo. And, and it works. People think it works. That's, <laughs> that's, that's literally <laughs> that the title story. is the best thing about yes. that. Yes, that is the legacy. That is 100% yeah. correct. It is the legacy. Uh, but yeah, that so was the, the original Breakin is not included in Amazon Prime. You could you could only watch it is not, which I think I actually have that on VHS somewhere. I don't have a VHS player, but I do have yeah. Breakin on VHS, um, and uh, that's actually a pretty good movie. Um, yeah, for what yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, it knows what it is. Uh, Breakin Two. Oh, oh boy, I wouldn't say it was free to watch though, because it certainly has cost you. I'm I'm guessing the running time on Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo is is right around eighty minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It's not even a full hour and a half feature. And yet I couldn't finish it in one sitting. Yeah, I had to take a break. <laughs> I had to like I'll see this I'll see this another time. I just got to go to bed because it commits the sin of of being boring. Yes, like, I'll watch exactly. a bad I'll watch a bad movie if it's not boring. But Breaking yeah, Two is yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what the problem is. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, that's basically my musical life in the past month. Okay, yeah. I have nothing else to report. I've just been listening exclusively to recently dead musicians. <laughs> uh, my musical life. That's where I live now. So now it's time for Don't At Me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us, Kirk. No. I'm sure yes. that you've got some... It's been such a while since we got got things off our chests or unstuck from our craws. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... I got, uh, I got something in my craw. Uh, you know that it's been in my craw because I've talked about it incessantly, but you know... Yeah. That I think uh, the theme song to Friends by the Rembrandts is crap. It sucks. Yeah, it's not great. No, I don't think it sucks as much as you think. But I, I, it's it's, it's hot garbage and has not stood the test of time. But that's just uh -huh. the way it is. Baby is awesome and a great pop song. And it makes up for the crappy first song that they had. Don't at me. Oh, the Rembrandts have another song. And they had another hit. Just the way it is, baby. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I don't remember that at oh, all. Oh, yeah, you you might know it. It sounds here's why it's good. It sounds like a squeeze song. Okay. Yeah, you would hit I would your, definitely you go, check that. I love squeeze. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's called yeah. that's just the way it is, baby. It came out right after I'll be there for you, and yeah. you know I'll be there for you was a number one. I think uh, this one was is definitely top twenty, if not top ten. Um, and I heard it the other day and I was like, oh my God, this is really good. And I thought it was squeezed and I looked and I was like, oh shit, it's, it's the Rembrandts. Rembrandts oh, yeah. good for them. So because of that, I, I like the Rembrandts. I would bet that the Rembrandts hate, I'll be there for your, <laughs> I'll be there for you even more than you do. Probably. Probably. I'll bet they, they probably, hate I'll bet they, they hate that song. Yes. And they probably love that's just the way it is, baby. And we're like, if, yeah. we should be known for that. We should be known for that. And they should. They shouldn't be known yeah. for the Friends theme song. They should be known for That's the Way It Is. Just, just the way it is, baby. Don't at me. Just like the Heights are always saying, we had other songs besides How Do You Talk to an Angel, you know? 
Yeah, guys, come on. We're more than just a TV <laughs> show. Yeah. Theme, theme from a 90s TV Ooh, show. Oh, boy. That's that, that, uh, that TV show. Oof. Do you hate the Friends theme? Did you hate it immediately? Or did you hate it because you could not avoid it for... I never liked 10 it. 10 years, really. Yeah. I never liked it. I watched Friends and liked Friends. I probably stopped maybe like season four or five just because I, you know, by then I was in my mid-20s. Yeah. I was like, I got stuff to do. But, uh, <laughs> so I think I liked it or I was like fine with it at the beginning. And yeah. then the more I heard it, I was like, oh boy, this is killing yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have vivid memories of the music video. Oh god! I remember it yeah. was it was it wasn't just a TV theme song. It was an actual pop song that they had, like a full three minute song. Yeah, it's a full and song so that charted. The, yeah, it was. I mean, a number yeah, one. Yeah, that video show. is is. Yeah, but that video is also yeah, like it's, it's, it's the band members the like playing the song in the studio, and then the cast members from the show like goofing on with on it. With <laughs> yeah, look how and you can tell that they're all just sort of like we have to be like we're yeah. all contractually obligated to do this <laughs> we're being made to do this yeah that's what yeah. it felt like that's exactly yeah. what it felt like 100 yeah. percent. hey hey uh a swimmer like grab his hat and then do something with the hat yeah. hey well, can that'll you, be fun right can you do, do a dance fun. do it like a wacky yeah. dance just have yeah. fun with it just play around uh, yeah, uh, Lisa and Courtney, switch sunglasses. Just switch them. <laughs> it's fun. That'll be funny. It's, oh, I'm wearing your glasses and you're wearing mine. You guys are terrific in this. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Go yeah, bigger. It's like that, yeah, so. that's exactly what the director was doing. <laughs> Ugh. Barf. Uh, okay, let me, I'll give you my donut. All right. Um, okay. If a song's lyrics are in a foreign language... And I don't understand them. That song counts as an instrumental. Don't ask. <laughs> I'm going to first give you this because we're on Skype. Yeah. That's <laughs> an applause. I gave you an applause emoji. Yeah. Can you give an example? Is it like what? What? What one? Just. Was there any I mean, song? Any song? Any song in a language where I don't understand the lyrics? So La Bamba is an instrumental. I, no, because I understand the lyrics to it. Oh, okay. I know what the... Okay. Our, my friend in yours, Chris Garcia. Oh, that's right. There's a whole bit in his stand-up about... I forgot about what that. ...what the lyrics to La Bamba are. Yeah. What other song? Just any song where it's just a foreign language, so it may as well be gibberish. It just sort of becomes an instrument to my ears. And I'm, I don't... I'm sure that I wrote this... I wrote this a while ago, and I'm sure it <laughs> happened because in the moment, I was, like, grooving on some song. That, yeah wasn't an instrumental, but it occurred to me as one. And then I just had that thought and I was like, yeah, that's a thought. And it sounds weirdly sort of like xenophobic or, or like hateful, but I don't mean it that way. Cause you like the saying, song. Like, right. Yeah. And but, you, and yeah. if you could, you would sing along. Yeah. Knowing again, I don't remember specifically, but knowing my taste, I'll, I'll bet you I was listening to some like Brazilian Tropicalia. Oh or yeah. Gal Costa or something. And just like really digging it, but it's just, uh, you know, like really fast lyrics that hit my ear as gibberish. And so yeah. I'm like, oh, it could just be like a trumpet solo or something. <laughs> also, if you can't sing along to it, then don't. So that makes sense, too. Yeah. 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 Don't really. try to force yeah. it. Don't make stuff up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I support you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, those are instrumentals. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get behind that. If it's not, it's not in English or like real simple Spanish... <laughs> 
basically an instrumental to me. Wait, let me ask a question then. Yeah. It's not a foreign language, but is mm -hmm. Snow's The Informer an instrumental in your mind? No, I know every single word to it. Are you kidding me? I was in like sixth grade when that came out and you had better have learned the words. Do you really know it? Other than I'll lick your boom boom down? Uh, I didn't, there was a time where I knew the lyrics. Really? Oh my yeah. God, that's that's actually impressive. <laughs> the first Canadian rapper paved the way for Drake. Yeah, without snow, yeah. snow walked so Drake could run. That's right. <laughs> Okay, now it's time for a little something we like to call Tribute. Yes, Tribute is a is a new game that Kirk and I have played once. Uh, it's a game in which Kirk and I take turns naming tribute bands. These are real, active tribute acts. And then the other of us has to name to which artist or band that act is in tribute. Correct. For example, for example, if I say the tribute band Love Sexy, Kirk, who would you guess? I would say, uh, I'm going to say Prince. Yeah, you'd be right. Yeah, Ooh, of course. Yay. But they're not all going to be no. that easy. No, they're not. No. no, they're not. So I've chosen six okay. bands and arranged them in what I think will be easiest to hardest okay. for you to get. For you to guess. I think for other people, I'd have to rearrange them. All right. Which may be a little bit of a hint. Exciting. Uh, so I'll ask you one first. All right. All right. Let's kick it off. This one should be as easy as Love Sexy. Oh, and these are all L.A. based. I picked all oh, mine wow. this time. Oh, wow. Mine's all over the map. Walk This Way is the name of the band. Walk This Way. I, I mean, I feel like it's a trick question, but I'm going to go say Aerosmith. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know if it was a Run DMC. Run DMC was involved? Yeah. No. 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 Okay. No. Um, right. Do you want, you want to go back and forth then? I'll go, I'll go yeah, mine? we'll go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. I, here's, here's an easy one. Uh, that's why I picked it first. Rocket Queens. Rocket Queens? Rocket Queens. Is it uh, tribute to just one band? Yes. Rocket Queens. I'm going to guess Queen. No. Uh, it's, no. A, it's an all-female all Guns N' Roses. Oh, oh, how, oh. Is that a reference? They have a something? song called Rocket Queens that was kind of a medium hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never heard of that song. Interesting. You know what? Yeah. Time frame. Time frame. That's right. Because when... Yeah. When uh, Appetite for Destruction came out, even I liked that album. So I know – everyone knows that album. Like that's my age. They have a song called Rock – Rocket Queen is a great I, oh, song. Oh, I know. I, I owned that song. Oh, did you? Oh, it's like – Is it on Appetite? Yeah. I, that must have been – I don't know. I must have just skipped that track a lot. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. pretty funky. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah I never would have got there. I don't remember that okay. song at all. All-female Guns N' Roses tribute band. Okay. All right. Uh, I was going to say all-female because – because of Queens, but then I thought it might just be Queens. Yeah, Queens. who knows? Uh, okay, here's your second one. The Other Side. The Other Side. Pink Floyd. No. The Doors. Oh, Break On Through. Break On Through to oh, The Other Side. Oh, God. It, the, 
Wrong answer is a band I hate, and the right answer is a band I hate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you hate Pink Floyd? Too? Oh, Pink Floyd's top three worst bands ever. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I don't, I, I was obsessed with Pink Floyd in high school. Um, I don't appreciate them as fully as I once did, but I still like okay. them. Okay. I, I know a lot of people that do. All right. Yeah. Um, this, this, my, I didn't go in order from uh, at all, so. Mm-hmm. These might this the the rest of these might be hard. Uh, <laughs> best shot. Uh, that's gonna be uh, Pat Benatar. Correct. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, I would go see that cover band. Oh my god, yeah. That'd be a great. I show. saw a few. You know, when I was looking for these, I saw multiple Pat Benatar cover acts. Oh, that's tribute funny. Acts. We should. I was like, well, I, I, is that like a thing? <laughs> Maybe it is. There's. Yeah. I think certain bands have just a lot of cover bands. Uh, yeah. uh, it's it's just a thing. All right. Here's your third one. What about Maggie? Damn. What uh, about Maggie? I want to not say this, but I can't think of anything else. So uh-huh. I was going to go with Rod Stewart. That's right. Oh, good. Yep. All right. Not a big fan of his, but that's okay. And Maggie Mays a good song. Yeah, he's got like two good songs. Um, <laughs> this one, I was like, huh? And it was so much of a huh that I was like, let me give it to Paul. Hey, la- <laughs> hey lady. Hey lady? Hey lady. Hey, comma, lady. When I hear "Hey, lady," I think of two things. I think the that, first thing. Yep. First thing I thought was um, uh, Jerry Lewis. Yes. Who's not? A That's guy. what I thought. And then the second thing is my guess. Okay. Which is Beastie Boys. That was my second thought too. No, the B fifty twos. Okay. I don't know why. Do you know why? No, I couldn't find it. I just saw him on a list. In a direct in a directory, I I don't think there's any hint in that name for me to have grasped onto. I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be Beastie Boys as well. Yeah, yeah, that one I don't get. Yeah. Uh, Okay, here's another one for you. Bit of a curve here. See if you can land on it. (laughs) Twisted Gypsy, the Gypsy Kings, meets Twisted Sister. Neither of those. Is oh, I think. <laughs> What's another band you think of if I if I mention Gypsies? Forget oh, the twisted oh, part. Oh, uh, Fleetwood Mac. There you go. Okay. There you go. My aunt's first answer is way better. Who would see a <laughs> Twisted Sister Gypsy Kings mashup <laughs> cover band? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I think this is an easy one. I may have even given this to you the first time we played it so apologies if I did uh, okay. Damage Inc Damage Inc? Yeah You didn't give that to me okay. before My first thought I don't have a second thought so I'm just <laughs> going to go with my first thought I'm going to say Black Flag Metallica Okay I don't know why Do you, I, don't, no. I don't get the reference Do you get the reference? Don't get the reference No Okay. No. <laughs> I was supposed to guess no. that. The, the rest of these, I don't understand the reference either. So, <laughs> how would I guess them? I don't know. I thought you were smarter There's than me. There's no reference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, here's another one for you. 
Plastic Soul. A Beatles cover band focusing on the music of John Lennon. Nope, it's just a Beatles cover band. Okay. I'll, I'll give that one to you. Yeah. Wasn't didn't John Lennon have an album or like No, because you're you're definitely thinking on the right track because okay. the Beatles had an album called Rubber Soul. Yes. And then Lennon Solo had the Plastic Ono band. That's what I was thinking. Okay. So I I believe that it is a play on both of those things. But they're billed as just I'm sure they do some Lennon Solo yeah. stuff. I'm yeah. sure every Beatles tribute act does some Lennon. Yeah, they would have but, to. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, that All one right. counts. You got that Appreciate. one. Appreciate. Um three three three. Three, three, three. Three, three, three. Just three threes. <laughs> three, three, three. The first band that comes to mind is Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> and there's no way that there's a Tony, Tony, Tony tribute act. No. Because they rule, but they're not that big a deal. No. And, uh, three, three, three. Three, three, three. Um, the Bee Gees. <laughs> that would be a good one. Pantera. Yeah. Okay, again, I don't... I don't yeah, know either. I, don't. I thought it was some devil thing that maybe you would have known. Oh. See, it, I don't know anything about Pantera. I don't know either, but some of these that I gave you, I, I just assumed they were songs or albums, album names. Yeah. Um, but I was wrong. Uh, okay, last. this is the last one I have. Right. Billy Vanilli. Billy Vanilli. A, oh God, it could be several things. Uh, but I'm going to go with, well, I'll go with my first thought, which a Billy Joel cover group. Mm-hmm. No, I'll go with that. Okay, let me, even though it, I got it, it wrong, it, is it Billy Idol? No. It's a Millie Vanilli tribute in the piano rock style of Billy Joel. So they play all Millie Vanilli songs, but in the style of Billy Joel. That's right. I would pay top dollar to see that. <laughs> it's a good idea. Right? Oh, it's a good idea. Oh. Billy Vanilli. Billy Vanilli. Uh, I mean, to hear them Billy Joelify a Blame It on the Rain? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. I'm glad you said Blame It on the Rain, because that is the best oh, yeah. Millie Vanilli song. Way better than Girl You Know yeah. It's True. The I take that album's good. It's a good album. <laughs> I think we've talked yeah. about that before early on in the show. It's not a bad album. Yeah. I mean... I, I think, I think, girl, you know it's true is pretty whack, but I, I have genuine affection for Blame It On The Rain. I, I love Blame It On The Rain. I danced a lot to Girl You Know It's True. That was <laughs> 1989. Yeah. I'm sure you did. Yes, sure I did. You did. Yeah. All right. Last one. This, I think, is... Okay. This one was hard, and I, again, don't know why it's called that. Back and Forth. Back and Forth? And it's uh, the dismemberment plan. Is that really a band? Yeah, and they have a song called "Back and Forth." What a forth great name! What a great band. guess! Yeah. I would have. I was going to say cameo because they have a song called "Back and Forth." Yeah, Foo Fighters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they have a song called "Back and Forth." I, I don't know. Don't I don't know Foo Fighters. I don't listen. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. I figured that you're the right age for Foo Fighters, I would think, but you're just not a fan. Yeah, I never had any of their albums. I remember their early radio hits. Yeah. Big Me and uh, yeah. others. Learn to Fly. <laughs> Monkey Wrench. Learn to Fly. Monkey Wrench, Learn to Fly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was never a big fan. Okay. Never a big fan. All right. 
Well, we do this again. Wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you better ones. Uh, those were uh, obscure. Yeah, I, I even even after you told me, I don't even go. I didn't have any aha moments. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, of course, of course, I should have no, thought of that. <laughs> no, those are obscure. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little better next time. Okay, but look up Billy Vanilli. I am going to look up Billy because that's a genius, genius idea. <laughs> okay, now it's time for the music trivia quiz. This is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I compete to answer questions from the music themed expansion pack for the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all of the questions are about music from before 1985, which means it's pretty hard, right, Kirk? Very, very hard. Since we're recording in quarantine from our respective homes, we've invited my dad, Tony, to serve as quiz master. (laughs) Hi, Dad. Yeah. Hello from the East Coast. Yes. That's right. Um, My dad has played many rounds of... RPM edition Trivial Pursuit with me. One more. I've won, I think, once, once, maybe twice, and lost 250 times. That sounds right. Uh, because because um, I'm old. My dad, my dad <laughs> makes my music nerdery pale in comparison. <laughs> As well, he should. Right, uh, but Dad has his own copy of this game, so he's going to be asking us the questions. Uh, the last time we played, I won. And so my winning streak stands at one. Yes. Which means, Dad, you're going to ask Kirk the questions first. Okay. All right. Ready to go? Yes. I'll pick these at random here. Yep. Hopefully. Okay, Kirk. This is cover notes. Who did Van Dyke Parks collaborate with on the legendary but never released Smile LP? Uh... The Beach Boys. That is correct. Nice dramatic pause, Bob. <laughs> yes, yes. Can't be okay. waiting. Um, I thought you were going to say, actually, it's Brian Wilson. Well, I, was <laughs> yeah, I hadn't looked Boys. at the answer yet, so I was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your mother should know. What trumpeter did Duke Ellington call, quote, an American original, the epitome of jazz, unquote? Miles Davis. Well, I didn't look at the answer yet, but... Okay. <laughs> no, that is incorrect. Damn! Louis Armstrong. Oh, he's wrong. <laughs> what does he know? <laughs> he might have said it before Miles okay. had a career. Yeah, exactly. That's true. We're going to the 50s now. What raw teen idol was manager Bob Marcucci grooming when he... Footed bills for voice, talking, and etiquette lessons. Oh, boy. Um, Mm. I'm going to go with an answer that was, I think, last time we did this and just say Fabian. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) What a guess. Oh, you're at two. Two. Now we're moving ahead to the 60s. Who noted, quote, I've done more for Dylan Thomas than he's done for me, unquote. <laughs> Come on. I mean, Bob Dylan. That is correct. Oh, man. That was All a right. good one. He's got par. I got par. He's already right. hit par. Oh, he's got two okay. questions. Two more What former Beatle gave us, and this is a title, a dose of rock and roll in 1976? Uh... Can you just go ahead and say John Lennon? 
I'm sorry, that is incorrect. It was. May I guess for fun? Yes. Is that Ringo? It was Ringo. Yes. Did he have a double album? Is that the? I don't know that answer. In my head, it was a reference. To, oh, Double Fantasy was like 1980, right. I think. Right. Okay, that's right. Okay. All right. Okay. Last question. Anything goes. And I think you've got three so far, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three, yeah. What affliction did Beethoven view as a social problem rather than a musical one? Um, wow. Could you read that one more time, please? Yes. What affliction did Beethoven view as a social problem rather than a musical one? Um, I know this. Wow. Uh... I have one idea in my head, but I know that's not it. So I'm going to say uh, bad taste. <laughs> Paul, you want to take this one? Yeah, deafness. Correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I like my answer better. Yeah. <laughs> even technically, technically correct. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay, Paul. So that's, uh, so, I need four to win and, and three to tie. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got here. All right, Paul. Yeah. Cover notes. What crooner copped the 1959 Best Album Grammy with Come Dance With Me? Um, I'm not sure, but I'm going to guess Frank Sinatra. That is correct. Ah, right. straight the bat. Good start. Okay. Your mother should know. What mm-hmm. Irving Berlin item from 1918's Yip Yip Ya Hank recounts, <laughs> recounts what soldiers hate to do? What soldiers hate to do? Um, I have no idea. Kirk? No idea. Any, Something about marching, maybe. Fighting? No, uh, it's that old song, Oh, How I Hate to Get Up in the Morning. Oh. Oh, okay. That one. Never heard All of right, it. All right, Paul. Your, your great-grandmother should know. Going to the 50s. Mm-hmm. What Rogers and Hammerstein, or Hammerstein, excuse me, musical, features the song, Western People Funny? Western? Western people funny. Western people funny. <sighs> Oklahoma? It is the king and I. Oh. Oh, oh that kind of Western. That yeah. Kind of Western. Hmm. Got it. All right, all right, Paul. Well, you still got one, but we got three yeah. more chances. I, I, need, I need all, all of the three. next three yep. correct to okay. win. Okay. Yeah. Okay, in the 60s. What Beatles song? Did Eve of Destruction replace at number one in September 1965? Eve of Destruction? No. I mean, the Beatles had so many number ones, I just have to guess one from 1965. Uh, I feel fine. No, it was help. Oh. Oh. All right, I can only tie. Tie it. Tie, okay. After the Beatles. Mm-hmm. What British progressive rock trio dubbed itself ELP? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. <laughs> All right. Glad you were here for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. I'm glad you got that one, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Good boy. <laughs> All right. Anything goes. What's the common term for a drink? Uh, excuse me. I'll start again. What's the common yeah. term for a dance in three beats from Austria's Landler? Landler is italics L-A-N-D-L-E-R. What's a common term for a dance in three beats from Austria's Landler? Huh. I thought I had an answer until you gave me Landler. Because I know a waltz is three beats. Landler? I'm just going to say waltz. Waltz is correct. Oh, look at that. All right, so you guys tied. We tied. We tied. All right, so, I mean, it's not like there was a big streak to block no, there. but not really. But, but next time, but, but next episode, I'll still have a one-game winning streak. Okay, now just for fun, I'm going to ask, because I also have a copy of the game with me, I'm going to ask my dad a card's worth of questions just to see if he could beat us both. But, Dad, you are not eligible for the... Um, candy-coated, chocolate-covered peanut candy <laughs> whose name will not be so mentioned. If I get them all right, I'll go out yeah. and buy myself a pack. That's right. Bragging rights. Yeah. Yes, you treat yourself. Yeah, and treat yourself. charge it to you. Okay. Yep. Billet Cover notes. <laughs> Cover notes. What's the parenthetical title of The Sounds of Sunshine's 1971 hit, Love Means? What's the parenthetical title of the hit? Love means. What year? 1971. Never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> you you have the right idea, but you would have answered the same way I would have, which is incorrect, because it's not never having to say you're sorry, it's you never have to say you're sorry. Oh, I was on the right, I was on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... But that's that's technically incorrect. Oh. I'm not going to cut you any slack. <laughs> that's right. Way to go, Paul. <laughs> you, <laughs> your mother should know. Who staged 80 Broadway productions between 1901 and 1940? Who staged 80 Broadway productions between 1901 and 1940? Irving Berlin. George M. Cohen. Oh. I wouldn't have gotten was that a producer. Either. 1950s. What's, quote, a good auxiliary about the best auxiliary that you ever did see, according to Woody Guthrie? Uh, the ladies' home auxiliary? Uh, that one I'll give to you, because you said all the words. It's just <laughs> the ladies' auxiliary. Okay. The ladies' auxiliary. <laughs> oh, okay, one point. Harsh. One point. <laughs> 1960s, who became the first country singer to record a Bob Dylan song, It Ain't Me, Babe? Johnny Cash. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Would have been disappointed if you got that one wrong. It's like your two favorite artists. Uh, after the Beatles, who did the Who perform without for the first time on May 2nd, 1979? Keith Moon. Yes, because he was dead. Okay, Dad, you have three. You have three points. We're all tied. 
If you get this next one correct, Ooh. you will have beaten us. Barn burner. Tough category. Anything goes. Yeah. Anything goes. What word denotes the passing from one key or mode into another? Say that again. Yes. What word denotes the passing from one key or mode into another? Modulate. Dad, you win. Oh, no! <laughs> Straight out the gate. Yep. Four points for Dad. Oh. Showing off his stuff. I'm so disappointed in <laughs> us, Paul. <laughs> I would have been happy with the three-way tie, so, but... Oh. Yeah. The voice of experience. Yeah. yeah. But that's it for this mini-episode. Bye. Bye.